0: From rolling dice and drawing cards to solving
1: puzzles and opening locks. For beginners who are new to games, as well as experienced players who want something new.
0: Let us take you through the exciting world of gaming and help you design a great gaming get-together.
1: We're your hosts, Lauren and Greg. And Friday is Game Night.
0: Happy Friday, everyone. It's Greg. And it's Lauren. And this is episode three of Friday's game night Rise of the Escape Rooms. In
1: this episode, we're going to talk about why escape rooms are so popular and what it is about escape rooms that we love so much. For our dice roll, we're going to talk about our five top escape room surprises. Then we'll have our normal escape room report and talk our Friday favorites.
0: So this time around we're doing things a little bit different, a little bit special. We are going to take a nice in-depth look at escape rooms this time around.
1: Yeah, we mention them every episode with our escape room report, but this time we really wanted to delve into that social gaming aspect of escape rooms.
0: Okay, so for our main topic then, we're gonna be talking about what is it about escape rooms that's just so darn fun and why are they popular right now?
1: I mean, I, I don't think this is should be a surprise to anyone. There's been a ton of articles out recently that have been like, suddenly the media has gotten a hold of this idea of escape rooms and have been asking this question, why are they so popular?
0: Because they're awesome.
1: <laughs> so Greg, what do you, why do you think they're so popular?
0: Okay, this is going to be my nerd coming out. But when mm-hmm. I first started doing escape rooms with you a couple years ago, the very first thought that came to my mind is... This is my holodeck. This is my holodeck from Star Trek. (laughs) Because that's kind of what it feels like. It's a constructed world Mm -hmm. that's been programmed by somebody else with its own set of unique rules and boundaries and objectives but with a fun theme on them. Uh-huh. You know, whenever, like, Star Trek, they want to do a fun episode, like, let's do a Robin episode and just put Captain McCart in, like, green tights. Mm-hmm. Why not, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you could do that. Why not? Because it still fits and it still works as an episode. Same thing here with escape rooms. If you want to do, if you're super into pirates and you want to sail the seven seas and, you know, uh, do some swashbuckling while opening locks and, like, you know, dealing with this parrot that won't give you the key back, you know, <laughs> you can do that. If you want to play Indiana Jones and go tomb raiding into, like, some ancient Aztec or, Egyptian uh pyramid you can do that as well if you even want to just audition as a magician in a circus you know I've seen one where they have that theme as well you know so there's all sorts of fun Mm -hmm. and exciting something for everybody
1: yeah well I mean we talk a lot about board games and I mean the the same is true nowadays about board games is there's all these different themes to choose from Mm -hmm. you're not limited to that old monopoly and things like that and the same is true with escape rooms there's a theme for everyone essentially um but I also think you know there's This social aspect where you're going out with your friends, usually. Sometimes it's just, you know, maybe you're just going as a couple and you're going to be paired with strangers. That happens. I've even
0: seen one where it was literally two-person room and it's called mm-hmm. date night i didn't do it obviously because that was when i was up in idaho and oh, yeah. you weren't there <laughs> yeah. and i and that would have been awkward with my sister but, but but greg
1: and i have done a lot of escape rooms just the two of us as well yeah they they weren't necessarily two people rooms but we were the only ones who booked
0: yeah so and you know it's definitely a social thing i can imagine doing an escape room by myself mm-hmm. but at the same time that feels along the same kind of vein as like I could imagine going out to eat dinner in a restaurant by myself. Or going to the movies by yourself. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's just there's something more enjoyable to have another person there to get their ideas, Uh to discuss the experience later. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I always say that, you know, some couples put together IKEA furniture. You and I do escape rooms together. Yeah,
0: we do. You know,
1: and sometimes we yell at each other, but usually it's just because we want to get this done and it's sometimes not like... I'm
0: in the corner crying because <laughs> you you said some harsh things about um, my ability to understand how this lock works.
1: Sometimes I have to remind Greg not to think as Greg and to think as other people because Greg has his own special logic. My sometimes. mind works
0: in mysterious ways. I've said it before, I'll say it again. But yeah, so definitely it's a social aspect and uh uh-huh. I, I was really thinking about it for this time when we were kind of... We, we sort of write our own little mini-essays almost, you know, when we're doing the research and planning for episodes. Uh-huh. And I was kind of thinking down about it. And it's almost as, uh, as if you were, um, like, on a team of some kind, like a yes. sports team or something, you know? Like, oh, do you remember that time that I was... You know, uh, I was over here working on this and then you shown the light and it like reflected back and it showed on the like, just the right spot. That was awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Or like I was holding this stick and you were balancing that ball and we were able to get yeah. it up the thing. I mean, at
1: know. one point, one of our friends, uh, we have kind of two friends that we do escape rooms with a lot. I mean, we have a bigger group as well, but we have our kind of core group. And um, at one point, one of our friends and I, um, her and I had to ballroom dance together. Yeah. Like, you had to, like, tell us where to step, and her and I danced. <laughs> exactly. But
0: it's, like, physical interactions yeah. and kind of camaraderie like that. Mm-hmm. Then even when I'm just hanging out with uh one of our friends that's been in that room with me later on, just out of the blue, like, do you remember when you were on the far side and you did that? And it was, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. And it was, like, it's almost like playing a game. Like, remember that time you gave me that sick assist? I was, like, right there, and then you just hit the ball right to me. It was, like, boom, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely, there's there's that teamwork aspect that you don't get a lot as adults unless you do play sports. But most of us as adults, we don't play a lot of sports anymore. Maybe we watch sports, but we don't play sports. And this is kind of that teamwork, getting to be part of something together, where we're all working together, we're all socializing together.
0: Yeah, I I definitely don't play sports. I play Dungeons and Dragons and wear glasses. You do the math there. (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in in a way, Dungeons and Dragons is similar. I mean, yeah. I, that's why I think if people are really into that RPG role playing team aspect, I think they would like escape rooms because it's similar in effect. Where sometimes we talk about these crazy things that happened in our D D game, and people oh, yeah. probably people probably think we're crazy. But like, it's like these fun things. And no, did it did it really happen? Did I really rob a bank? By setting some pigs on fire? No. No, I did not. But it's a funny story that we all were kind of there when we came up with this story.
0: Yeah. Did I really pilot an alien spaceship using laser harps with my (laughs) hands? No, but it's awesome to say that I did one time. Yeah,
1: and you know, and technically, I mean, you did it in the escape room. Were you really piloting anything? No. No, but... It was part of the If I did, I
0: probably crashed (laughs) it. Since I was guessing.
1: (laughs) The other thing I think about um, escape rooms for not just me, but I think for other people as well, is they challenge you in a way that you are not challenged normally in your adult life.
0: Definitely. Um,
1: I'm part of like, there's an escape room enthusiast group on Facebook that I'm part of. And I made a comment once that kind of caught traction where I said, you know, going to work seems really mundane and dull. When I spent the, spent the weekend shutting my boyfriend into a coffin <laughs> and crawling through trapdoors, that time was and weird. Wearing a hostage hood, yeah, like you know, I this is this. I mean, we did a weekend. We had a weekend recently, which we'll talk about later in this episode where we did three escape rooms back to back which is the most we've ever done
0: really insane um, but and yeah. it was just
1: like a really insane weekend and then to go back to work after that in my mundane was well, kind of rough you yeah. i'm a system admin like i have a pretty mundane on the computer job so it cannot compare to the crazy things i did over the weekend
0: no for sure yeah it's it's such an interesting and it's like i said it's like the holodeck it's why would you ever want to go back to your job on the bridge when you can just uh-huh. stay in here? And, you yeah, know? I mean
1: it's it's very immersive and it's challenging. I mean, there's I mean I think we've probably both learned things about ourselves by doing escape oh, rooms. Yeah. I mean, I have stuck my hand into a dirty toilet to pull out a key.
0: I put my head into a hole. That's an insert head here. (laughs) Thinking, well, this is this is the end. This is I'm I'm Marie Antoinette in this story. This is it. (laughs) You know.
1: Or I was thinking about that. Um, Well, you did get shut into a coffin recently. Uh Um, but you know we. I learned
0: that I'm slightly claustrophobic because I was in there going not okay this is not okay how
1: many times has like a trap door opened and we have jumped in willingly
0: oh I do it all the time yeah and you're like Greg calm down like you're you know you're a bit large to go in that small hole I'm like no I'm just gonna barrel through you know
1: (laughs) yeah we have run into a couple times where as both being rather tall individuals sometimes it's difficult (laughs) and
0: I just like power through like the rhino just boom you know (laughs) don't care at all But um, yeah, you know, it's it's such a challenge because it's a whole different skill set in your mind that you have to use. You essentially have to get into the mind of someone who you're not necessarily meeting, someone who made this place and say, like, what makes sense to them? Mm. What would logically be the next step that I could take? Yeah, because you'll sometimes get a puzzle piece that could be applied to anything in the room. And it's not only anything, but in any orientation. You have to like, how does this fit within this whole thing? Or uh-huh. does it something I have to get later and add to something else? So it's really interesting to stretch your your cognitive analyzation and um, and your creativity, and imagination almost. Yeah. To it's limits to say like, how could this fit into the big picture?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of a, um, a combination of you have to think about, okay, I am in a pirate's room what makes sense to the story that I am in right now? Yeah. Because usually, you know, they, not only do they have a theme, but they always have some kind of plot or some kind of story mm-hmm. going to with the room. And so you have to think about, okay, you know, how does this fit in with the room? We did a room recently where, you know, we're always kind of thinking, okay, next time we need to remember this mm-hmm. about, you know, about something. Like um, for one room we did recently, I I saw kind of the solution to a puzzle But I thought that you and our friend Chris um, had come up with the same solution. Oh, with the
0: hose. Yeah. And so
1: I didn't say anything because I thought you guys were doing it. And you guys weren't. You were doing something else. And had I just spoken up, we would have gotten through that clue much faster. So I kind of was like, okay, you know, even if you think they know, just voice your opinion just in case. And that was kind of a reminder to me to do that. Another one was we had like this hose. And we knew that it was a, um, like, an air hose. But we weren't thinking, oh, but this is an alien room, and, like, this is makes sense for the story. We're thinking about it in our real-world application. Uh, this is needed... an air hose,
0: not a... Uh... Uh, a tube to transport anything else
1: yeah exactly we weren't thinking about it in terms of the room we were trying to bring our outside lives into yeah
0: the room. it was like we need to plug it in i think it was like we plugged it into something to like power it up but like this but this is narrow this is not like a power cable yeah and so know? we're
1: like it can't possibly go there and but for did. an
0: alien species that's how they build them yeah know?
1: exactly so it was it was kind of a reminder for us to think about um, the theme and think about what makes sense for what we are doing in this room. Mm-hmm. Not to think about what we as adults know to be true about the physical world.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: And so you're not only thinking about that, but then you're also thinking about in terms of the designers. You know, you might think, oh, well, this is the answer, but it's something so ridiculous and so overcomplicated that the designers would never do this. That's usually they me coming up with
0: those solutions. It's
1: usually Greg. <laughs> but where I have to remind you, hey most people would not think of this. So maybe we're looking at this from mm-hmm. your brain and not from, you know, what is more likely. But
0: I mean, that's that's a common thing and people will tend to overdo that. In just one of the most recent ones, there was there was one that we did where there's this, uh, a bunch of pictures on the wall mm-hmm. and we got some kind of a clue and we were thinking, oh, we have to look at the keywords in the, in the page and then analyze those to the pictures. No, it was just you have to look at the last words on the end of the page or something like that. But we were like taking okay. it an extra step that yeah. was not there but just in your mindset at the time mm-hmm. and you know it was uh, one of her friends who kind of explained this and I was kind of not yeah I totally get that yeah you mm-hmm. go girl keep going yeah. keep going yeah you sometimes
1: I, and sometimes like in fact I remember that puzzle specifically like I didn't understand what it was you guys were getting at so I was just well, kind of like I was like you yep. guys if you guys understand it go for it like I'm not going to question well, that's that.
0: kind of the problem too is that sometimes I am on the right track and you'll be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, do you want me to explain it to you? Or do you want me to just do it? Yes. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. just do it. Because- yeah, same
1: thing. Like, I've suddenly realized... Oh, this goes over here. And I'll just grab it and be like, no, this goes over here, guys. Like, exactly. I could stop to explain it to you, but, you know, like I felt bad because at one point in a recent room, I grabbed something out of our friend's hand because it was like a puzzle piece and I saw where it went on the wall. So I kind of grabbed it from her and put it on the wall and I'm like, I'm sorry I grabbed that from you, but I just like, I suddenly saw like where, where it needed to go. And rather than like take the time to tell you, I was just like here, right here, right here, right here. Now.
0: If you hear the level of excitement in our voices right there, That's what we're talking about in terms yeah. of what you get out of these. This is just us talking about it. Mm-hmm. We haven't done one in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: When's the last time we did it? Do you remember exactly? Um, Wasn't it like
1: I two say weeks ago,
0: three weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Yeah, but I'm just saying like yeah. this is just us talking about it. So that's another reason why it's so popular nowadays is that just the stories that it creates afterwards Yeah. It's something you want to go back to. Yeah,
1: I mean we often say that, you know, not only, I mean we have a great time in the room, but some of our like fondest memories of escape rooms is Talking about them in the car afterwards while we're driving somewhere yeah. else.
0: and there's nothing I like better than having a perfect room with one little flaw to nitpick the entire time. Yeah, that we
1: nitpick the whole time. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> oh, it would have been so good if only they did this. There was this one room that we did, and I will not let this go for my life where we were in a Cold War military bunker Mm -hmm. where the ceiling was dressed with, like, camo, like, netting. You know, everything was, like, in grays and greens. Uh And it was perfect, except on the desk where we had the legal pad of yellow paper. Instead of giving us a regular pen, they gave us, like, a pink gel pen that, like, a (laughs) middle school girl (laughs) would have in her backpack. And I'm like, really? No general's going to have this in their, like, (laughs) office. Like, it was perfect except for that detail. Mm -hmm. Like, but it was just so fun that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, like, one of the things, um, um, that we often say is um, some rooms don't do a very good job of creating a good countdown clock. That, that's And so we're yeah. always thinking of ways of how could they have done that better rather than having... Or to fit having, the theme or something. Yeah, because I mean, some rooms do a great job, but some rooms, they'll just have like a computer screen up in the corner that is counting down the time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And like, it doesn't have anything to do with the theme or anything. So that can sometimes be like, oh... You know, why couldn't you have done this kind of clock? Or why couldn't you have done this? Or why couldn't you have even used if it, the computer screen but made it look more realistic? Even
0: if it's just an analog clock with a small and big hand and you just start it at like noon and you know once it gets to one o'clock, you're done for the hour. You yeah. Know? And then you can just track it there. But yeah, sometime, that's another that's the place where a lot of rooms are kind of lacking, uh-huh. you know. And the only thing I don't like more than that is when there is no clock. One of the ones we did recently, there was no clock available in uh, one of the rooms the um the museum one that we did. Oh we yeah. We just had to remember what time it was, mm-hmm. you know, that we started and uh, just like, oh, if we if we've been in here for about this long, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was that one was um difficult. I think the the thing for us for escape rooms is I don't know about you Greg, but for me, I feel like when we finish an escape room, I almost have some kind of like runner's high. Yeah,
0: I was about to say the exact same thing. Yeah, like yeah.
1: it is this weird high. I mean, you're going in and you're challenging yourself and you're completing this task Mm -hmm. and you're overcoming this challenge. And there is some kind of high that's associated with that.
0: If it wasn't for the fact that you usually have to book ahead of time, most of the time, whenever we go to a place and we try to room for the first time and we get done, I always want to get on my wallet. say like, let's double down. Let's go for the next one. Come on. guys. Yeah, no,
1: it is. It's hard. Like we, we book them. And then when you're done, it's like, again 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 oh, like let's see what else you got what else yeah Come on. give I me mean, your next room so it it it's very often now that when we do an escape room if possible we try to do like more than one at an outing yeah room. because it's just when you do one you just want to do another one and so it's,
0: one of her friends uh works in a massage parlor and she often says like you really want to do more a bit more time than you think you want because uh-huh. once you do like your hour and you're done you're like but I was just really enjoying that. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's like going out to an escape room, whether you live close to one or far away, just going there, like, you know, especially if it's a bit of a drive, mm-hmm. you're like, well, I came all the way out here and I just really enjoyed that. I want to keep this going. And
1: the time will go by so fast. It does. Yeah. That's
0: the quickest hour of your life. I
1: know, right? Like I know some days at work where one hour takes forever. In an escape room, it goes by so fast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For me, I think when I was a kid, I really liked those mist and raven or mist and ribbon games and stuff.
0: I, I had those mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a kid. I didn't quite like them as much, mostly because I I was convinced that there was some monster. That like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah. run into and kill you. Because they're kind of scary. Like... Well, And also because I used to play games where all the games I knew, there is an antagonist. There's mm-hmm. something not to get you. So I was like, next corner, that's going to be the monster. It's gonna... And I, I don't like yeah. jump scares. Yeah, so even. I was always afraid of those jump scares. So I didn't play them, but I uh-huh. know what to talk about. Which is you're clicking around just doing puzzles. Yeah. I'd love to go back and try those mm-hmm.
1: again. But... Yeah, they are like, I do remember they were very difficult. And I usually had to have kind of the guidebook to mm-hmm. help me. But I just like that of going around and like manipulating things and then it, it turns on something over here. And oh, yeah. so then you go over there and, you you know, like that idea. Um, and I really feel like escape rooms, like to me, it feels like you're in a video game.
0: It does. It's like a real life video game. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, kind of with the holodeck thing, you have a preset rules. Mm-hmm. Here's your objective. Just like how a video game would, you know, uh-huh. like you need to do this. Here's your time constraints, here's your physical constraints of don't climb this, don't break that, you know. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna be like Legend of Zelda Link just breaking all the pots. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: But uh Yet at the same time, sometimes you can get really creative with how you do things, you know, Mm -hmm. or what they do. And in some uh, instances, we've been given special tools Mm -hmm. to help us along the way that theme us. You know, we once did a magic themed one where they gave us a magic wand Mm -hmm. that could do things and interact with different things in the room. And that was really cool. And that was part of the programming, Mm -hmm. part of like the code of the world that we were in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think um, these rooms tap into strengths that you might not even realize you have. Oh, yeah. And it we all see, like, that's the other part about the teamwork is the way I look at something and the way Gray looks at something is completely different. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there'll be the weirdest thing that I'm really good at and he's not, or he's really good at, or I'm not, or we'll see puzzles differently. And we have to kind of decide who's right, who's wrong. You know, yeah. we all have our different talents. And that's why, you know, for us, like we kind of have this core group before that we play with a lot, but then sometimes we bring in this other group too. Because it's like, you know what, we also need your
0: talents for this. Listen, story. listen, we need you to just go to the lock and just as we're doing stuff, just try every combination. <laughs> one through a thousand. Just go.
1: We call that our friend Phil's method. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is funny because he's just filling in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, do you have any numbers? Yeah, I got the first one's an eight. Okay, that saves me a couple hundred, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, like, you know, two of our friends are artists, and they're very artistic. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes they look at things in a different way than what we would look at them. Um, You know, one of our friends was in the military, and he worked on... Airplanes and yeah. stuff. So he looks at things a little bit differently. Our friend Phil was an is an electrician, so he looks at things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Our friend Melissa is super book smart and she knows all these languages and stuff. So she's also good at certain things. She's really good at all the word puzzles
0: and yeah. stuff. I was dropped in my head as a kid. so I look at things differently.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. I'm just really good at puzzle locks. I don't know why. <laughs> was it, don't you
0: guys say I'm really good at the math puzzles or something? Yeah, you are like, good at the math puzzles. Which is funny because when it comes to basic math like addition and D&D, I can't math. But if it's something like it's a complex Looks like matthew to craig i like got it yeah, yeah or
1: like um <laughs> like you asked
0: me like what eight plus seven is i gotta get out of calculator <laughs> you know
1: we did a room recently and it was like an alien theme room which we've talked about and um, they had, like, this alien language, which was just English. Oh. But you had to look at it a no, certain way. No, but, like,
0: if you tilt your head and you, like, unfocus your eyes, then it reads it. And I could read it instantly. He could
1: read it instantly. I couldn't. Because like, I had it
0: dropped on my head. Yeah,
1: I recognized that it was just English, and I could eventually figure it out, but it would take me a mm-hmm. while. So I had to keep saying, Greg, what does this say? Yeah. What does this like, say?
0: Like, translate this, please. Yeah, cause... like,
1: I know it says something. I just, I, I, it takes me too long to see it, Greg. Mm. You see it automatically.
0: I do. I was instant with it.
1: Or, you know, we had this other puzzle recently where we needed to figure out um, a combination based on colors.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah,
1: and you guys were all looking at it, and you're like, well, it doesn't make sense. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. And I was like, well, there's two yellows, so maybe yellow is two, and there's four blues. And you guys were like, oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just like kind of me like, whoa. Well, because
0: in fairness, in that room there was like two different sources of colors. There's the color on the page that we're looking at. And there's also like those same colors spread around the room.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And we were
0: like, it's got to be like, this is that. Or like, it's the order of it or something like that. And you're like, no, guys, that's this.
1: Yeah, like I was just like, no, it's. Like think of what the simplest thing it could be. Surely you be. T- it- you
0: take both ends, you tie it a loop, and then you <laughs> yeah. put it around your arm, and then you do a rain dance as well, and that does the lock, right? No, oh. uh, lock doesn't care about spirituality. Okay. Yeah, really.
1: <laughs> but there, I mean, there always is going to be a you know a certain level of suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not even when you play video games, you're not really doing these things. I am not really an assassin going through you know, ancient Rome or whatever. Yeah.
0: Oh, our relationship is a lie. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're done today. We're done, I think. I, yeah. I, I, I was in this for the cool assassin stuff. I was hoping to kind of get a James Bond, like, round the world tour as you go on your targets. But if we're not going to do that, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> see the point.
1: Well, you're not James Bond, so... No, I, you, know, you would be the James Bond. <laughs> oh, okay. You're,
0: like, the Jane Bond, and I'm your Bond boy? You know, whatever, I guess would be the equivalent. And I'm just, like, going along for the ride. Like, you're going to be back at 5 after you kill him, sweetie? All right.
1: Um, I do. I did reach out to the... Um, the enthusiast group to see if anyone had um anything like they wanted to say is why they loved rooms so much um and i do have one to read okay so um at amused my um she said that um i like the immersion of a different reality and experiencing it with others a good escape room can make you feel like you're reading a book on the hollow deck oh from Star Trek. <laughs> And you didn't even see that before. I did not before. see that before. This yeah. is the first time
0: hearing that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm taking my little bows. <laughs> see, I told you it's very much like that. Or like how you compare it to a video game. Uh-huh. Where, as I, I said it before and I'll say it again, it's a it's a fabricated existence with mm-hmm. a specific theme that people can enter into, be told, here's what you have to do. Here's your limitations. Have fun. Yeah. You have an hour.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk about um, the, you know, there's this new kind of immersion of escape room in a boxes. Yeah. There's also this immersion of VR.
0: Mm -hmm. Both of which are great ideas, but I feel like right now they still need a bit more refinement.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think in the end for me, neither of those things are ever going to replace the escape room where I can physically interact with something. Yeah. And we've mentioned before in some of our other episodes that, you know, my favorite rooms are the ones that have some kind of physical challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, there was this one room we were in once where we had to, we were blocked by like a gate and there was something on the other side of the room that we needed to get. And so we had to get this long pole and hook it and pull it. And like, to me, that was a lot of fun because how often in my adult life do I get to do something like that?
0: Yeah. It was like, kind of like the hook on a lawn, lawn, lawn stick, like a joker uh-huh. kind of thing. We were like, I got it. I missed it. Dang. Hold on. Let me try it. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. you can't do it. Let me try it. You were like pushing me over. Well,
1: and then like, as you were pulling them in, I was like arranging them and trying to figure out, okay, these are going to give us the combination to get into this room, but I need to figure out the order.
0: It was seriously, I was like, this is like Survivor. This is as close. Yeah. Because yeah. they've done that on like that game show Survivor, uh-huh. you know? So if you like watching those... Uh, yeah. challenges they do, those physical challenges, honestly, the escape room is an entire room filled with those, except you're not going to be like, if I don't get this, I'm off the tribe. Yeah. You're not you going to get
1: sunburned while doing it. You're not
0: going to be starved for 20 days. You know,
1: we had a room recently where we got a little sweaty cause the air conditioning wasn't very good, but that was, that's about the end. worst of it. That's yeah. the worst of it. Um,
0: I sweat all over that page. I hope they print a new one because I felt bad. You were dripping. I, I was pouring sweat and I'm yeah. like, it looks like I cried over this thing. <laughs>
1: Um, just so sad that he's the, dead yeah, yeah the other thing is we, we really like the TV show The Amazing Race mm-hmm. in a way this some also too, feels yeah. like some of those challenges
0: I always thought that'd be a fun one of um, an escape room that's multiple rooms uh-huh. where each one is themed upon a different culture or country that could so be interesting. you do like let's just call it the um, the Middle Eastern room you uh-huh. know where you have whatever challenge in there then you go to the next one and that's maybe the uh, Southeast Asia room and then the other one is uh, the uh, uh, Northern Europe room Yeah, kind of like an
1: escape the world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I
0: think that'd be great. Yeah. You know, really fun. And then in each one, you have to be like, okay, what country am I in? Yeah. What am I supposed to be in? Well,
1: granted, this is a a licensed property, but like a Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego room would be pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. That would be pretty, pretty fun. (laughs) I love that red hat that she's got, that big old fedora that's like way too huge. (laughs) Always hiding her face, you know. (laughs) If you're trying to hide in the world... (laughs) <laughs> Don't. I mean, Waldo at least finds other people with similarly striped outfits. Yeah, she's a little But she's too. she's a little ghost. She's a little out there, standing out like a sore thumb. You know. <laughs> side tangent. Sorry. Back on point. Since uh since we've thoroughly discussed that, now let's go into our dice roll segment. Oh,
1: um, so this time for our dice roll, we're going to talk our top five escape room surprises. So we do a lot of escape rooms and we, you know, sometimes you see like similar things in them all, but there's sometimes that there's just something that really stands out to us and really makes us like, we always remember this one element. Yep. Um, we aren't going to say any specific rooms or any specific companies. So if you happen to know which escape room we're talking about, it's not really a spoiler because you've already done it. Exactly. But for the others, you guys won't know which ones we're talking about, so we can be a little bit more specific, maybe. So up first, number one is split the party.
0: hmm Uh, in a room that we did relatively recently, yeah, you know, recently, within the last five or six games that we did, um, it starts off, and this is a thing that it's in some rooms where it'll split you into two different groups and uh, have you in two different rooms mm-hmm. and reconnect. I even did that one. Uh, with uh, my sister up in Idaho where we two different rooms where we connected the one that was horrible, you know. Yeah. But still. But in this one that we did, we were split twice. Yeah. Mid-game we split Mid-game, yeah. Because
1: in the very beginning, they said, okay, we're going to split you guys up and these two people are going to go in this other spot. Yeah. And so, you know, you start the room off, you find out, oh, they're in this little like cubby. So you're kind of communicating to them and eventually you get them out.
0: And you guys had some kind of a clue that helped us do something else that eventually helped you get out. Yeah. That if you weren't in that room, we would not be able to complete the room.
1: Exactly. So, okay, so we're all back together now. Great. Yeah. Well then another thing, Um, basically something opens up, a coffin essentially yeah. opens up and we figure out someone needs to go in that coffin.
0: And guess who drew the short straw? <laughs>
1: So that person gets shut in the coffin, and they actually end up in another room. And this whole time, we've been trying to get this door unlocked. Turns out the door is not even the entrance into that. And now this person's in this other room all by themselves. Yeah. And they have to figure out how to get the rest of us into that room. Yeah.
0: uh, All by yourself with another couple surprises in there that we'll talk (laughs) about later. But um, yeah, not fun, especially when you suddenly realize oh, maybe I'm slightly claustrophobic. (laughs) Maybe this is not okay for me to be in this coffin right now. Maybe the cackling voice in my ear telling me that I'm stuck here for the rest of the hour is not being okay with (laughs) me right now.
1: And then you get out in the other room and think... I might not actually be alone in this room, and it's not one of my teammates. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was fun too, I, guys. I don't have dark vision like my D and D character. I can't see this, you know. So uh, another one that we had uh, that's always a good surprise is when they have something with very specific hand-eye coordination going on. Mm-hmm. Um, in in one room in particular, uh, there was a situation where it's kind of two rooms, mm-hmm. you know. They, I mean, they weren't exactly fully con- di- uh, disconnected, but they were there was a bit of a wall between where you and uh-huh. I were. And you had your hands in this blind box where you couldn't quite see what you're doing but you could feel around. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, on the other side, facing away from that, I had a monitor and I could see your hands and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I had to shout to you as loud as I could while the door was open and this loud me- yeah <laughs> was going on. So I had to shout to our friend, uh, Phil, who's then relaying that information to you about like, no, it's up and to the left two more. Yeah, and you know?
1: basically I had these things that I had to blindly plug in and he had to instruct me where- It was to like
0: an old in. like um, operators, like uh, uh, wire connector, like uh-huh. kind of board, you know, where I had to get like the blue end here and the blue end over there. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, no, no. Oh, you disconnected it, stop. Stop your hands, you go back, you know. Um, and also in that exact same room as well, There was this one uh, bit, we didn't personally take part in this, our friends did, but you had to very carefully maneuver little tiny uh, sticks with hooks to raise a ball, up, kind of up the Plinko machine. Uh If you guys know what Plinko is, it's that one where you drop the ball down and bounce off all the little pegs. They had to raise it up that, and if they weren't careful enough, they could actually drop the ball and have to start all over. So that was also a really fun thing. So when you get really fine-tuned hand-eye coordination, where you have to go slow and you have to take your time. Yeah,
1: and you have to work together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, both of them required two people to do and two people to communicate and work together, or yeah, it wouldn't have happened. because
0: even with that little thing with the delicate raising the ball, there's no way one person can do that. You have to have a partner. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you it's, it's an impossibility. Yeah. So having something like that that... Hand-eye coordination between people. Uh, That's that's what we were talking about. That was it's always fun to get that. um,
1: Another one that we had, which was a big surprise to us, was a false end. Mm -hmm. In this room, in particular, we were really convinced that we were going to rush through this door, and it was the end of the game.
0: We felt like we were on the last clue. We've got five minutes left. We'd be doing great so far. There's no way we're like that far behind. And oh, there's a whole other room with (laughs) a huge. Huge structure in the middle with another big puzzle, and we had to figure that. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> yeah, so that was one where that was like a false end where we were sure we've solved it. We're going out the Feeling door. confident, and, and oh no. There's a whole other thing that we have to solve, a whole other room to explore, a whole other puzzle to figure out.
0: <laughs> I, I, I remember specifically with that room, in my head was playing the scene of Ralphie from A Christmas Story when he breaks his glasses, just going, Oh no! <laughs> oh no!
1: We did solve it, though, and we did get out. Yeah, but I was just like, we have
0: this much more to do, guys. We got to move. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, because we were very confident that we were done. Mm. Um,
0: the fourth one that we have to share with is um, I, I put it very specific in here, but we're gonna say any kind of unique interactable. In this case, and I kind of mentioned it earlier the lasers that I had to mention uh, work with on the spaceship. Uh-huh. You know, so any kind of unique way to interact with something like Uh that in fact uh, in that same room you actually had another unique interactable of you had to put um a camera with a um uh uh, microfilament Mm -hmm. uh down a a tube and to see at the bottom of it you know like what's this symbol that's down here Mm -hmm. you know so some kind of like a unique peripheral that you really haven't seen anywhere else
1: yeah i mean well specifically with the lasers i mean they were essentially a harp
0: yeah, and, and you we were you playing it put by your hand, interrupting the laser. Yeah, you break the laser with your hand and a specific note plays like that's a G sharp, that's a B, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the other thing about escape rooms is sometimes the technology in these rooms is crazy. And I immediately thought like, to myself,
0: well, clearly it's, you know, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and no, it didn't work. But it was a good try, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then last but not least, number five. This is Greg's probably favorite moment in an escape room, even though this escape room was not particularly
0: good. This one, I, I I, wish I could interview myself in that moment because I keep trying to go back to like, what was I even thinking? What was really going through my head? You know, like how you do for like a sports yeah. store afterwards. I'm like, well, listen, you just got to do what you got to do, you know?
1: <laughs> and that was shooting the lock.
0: Yeah, so we're on this, uh, we're in this prison and um, we we're, we know we're out of time. We know we literally have less than five minutes left. I think we have like two minutes left.
1: Yeah, we have like
0: no time. There's this, this, padlock this key lock on the door you know that's like a nine digit into Uh the code thing that all game i've been getting codes from you and trying on there nothing's working nothing's working nothing's working and we're at the end we're like we don't have anything left yeah we we
1: put in the code like why is it not working yeah
0: nothing has worked those codes have always worked for something else but we don't have any more clues for this and we finally get like one more code and we put in doesn't work put into the uh, there's like a, a glass case in the wall for like one of the guard's rifles mm-hmm. Put in there, opens up and I'm like, whatever. I'm just, I'm frustrated, whatever. So I point the gun at the lock and I pull the trigger and it blows off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Did I just shoot the lock it off? Was,
1: yeah. I mean, it literally like the gun, didn't make a, the gun didn't make a noise. It wasn't a real gun, thankfully, but like it flew off as though he had just shot the lock.
0: And then I just like kicked the door open and I mean, I think like the gun,
1: the gun clicked. But, but that it was clicked it. as
0: much as a toy gun would. Yeah. yeah. Like the ones where you pull But the like I literally revs.
1: I thought at the this point I thought that the gun was just like um a visual piece to go along. Or like, like I had no idea we were actually going to
0: utilize well, it. Well, at one point we had found a whole bunch of, like, shotgun shells. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, maybe we had to count the shotgun shells in each drawer. Or, like, maybe there's something written on the gun. But I knew we had, like... I think the speaker came on to, like, two-minute warning.
1: We had, like, seconds left, Yeah, I
0: think. or something. And yeah. I was, like, getting frustrated. And it's just one of those, like... It's stupid not to try. Yeah, and it, it,
1: it's one of those that, like, if it didn't work, it's not... Whatever. Know, it's, whatever. A, it's two seconds I wasted. Sorry, sweet. Yeah, and but it that worked. Works. <laughs> and it was so
0: amazing. So I just... To that, uh, I wish I could say who comp- what company was, but we don't want to give spoilers in no. case you ever get there. But it was so amazing. So <laughs> really good job there.
1: Well, considering especially because I can tell you that this room we did not particularly like and it was not particularly good. But that one thing they were, kind okay. of redeemed
0: it. Okay, in fairness, because we're still not giving spoilers, but they did a couple things right. Like the adjusting the power... To different systems. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, okay, the biggest problem with this room is they were having technical difficulties. That's true. So that was part of there the There was issue.
0: one point where we had to deal with a, a touchscreen monitor to do a puzzle, and it kept, like, freezing. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, coming onto the radio. I'm like, sorry, guys, we're yeah. uh, we're actually getting some technical difficulties. We're going to try to reset it and stop the clock for a second. I'm like, really?
1: Yeah, and eventually they just had to, like, tell us what it was because it wasn't working. But, I mean, the, the problem with that was then we got very... Um, confused as to whether or not we were doing something wrong or if that it was still the technology. Yeah, because once you so lose... So we kept second-guessing yeah, ourselves. Once
0: you lose that trust that mm-hmm. the puzzles work, you really question... Well, clearly I got the puzzle right. It's just is not working.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. It was like we never knew. We're like, did we do this wrong and we need to rethink it or is it not working? I don't know, you know. And so it was making it more difficult, I think. But
0: to reassure those listeners who haven't done escape rooms before, only just a few of them... That's one time that's happened to us.
1: Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and
0: nearly 3 dozen now that mm-hmm. we've done. Yeah. So don't let that dissuade you from trying them. Honestly, yeah. that was the one in
1: 100%. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it's there's something to be said for finding a good escape room, especially for your first time because that can really mm-hmm. make or break it. And we are going to have an episode coming up where we're going to talk more about how to find a good escape room. Yeah. Um so, you know, keep listening. <laughs> but I think, you know, that's really those are our five top big surprises in escape rooms. Yeah,
0: pretty good. So let's go on to the escape room report. Uh, If you haven't
1: heard enough escape rooms.
0: No, never.
1: (laughs) So for this month, um, we have a new escape room report, as always. This time we're talking about evil genius escape
0: rooms (laughs) so i couldn't help myself
1: which is also located in los angeles as are most of the rooms that we talk about because that's where we live
0: So the Evil Genius, um, first of all, when they say the ratings online for the escape rooms, typically they're kind of accurate, you know, if it's medium or hard. This one says it's pretty hard, and for good reason. It's called Evil Genius for a reason. Some of these puzzles were quite nefarious. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Evil Genius actually has two rooms currently. They're actually opening a third room soon. Mm -hmm. Um, They have, and this company, their rooms are all um, a progressing story.
0: Which, which was really fun.
1: Yeah, which we've done before, and we've talked about with the basement in LA. Um, this is only the second time we've come across that. I know it, it. You know, some places do that, but it's kind of more of a rare thing mm-hmm. where all the rooms are connected. So they have Chapter One and Chapter Two, and I believe Chapter One's more rated a little bit more moderate to easy. Yeah. Whereas Chapter Two gets a little bit more difficult, and it definitely like through it spikes. Us, yeah,
0: you could yeah. sense the spike.
1: So basically, they're called Evil Genius, and that is kind of the theme of this is. You are entering this kind of murder mystery that essentially an evil genius has framed this whole thing and created this whole
0: thing. And you're trying to find proof of this. Yeah, exactly. While still trying to also find the way out Mm -hmm. and get the evidence and make sure that you don't get framed up for this. It's like a triple juggling act you have to do. Yeah,
1: because we talked about previously that um, not all escape rooms are about necessarily escaping the room mm-hmm. and in a way what evil genius has done is they've made it you are trying to escape the room but really that's not what your original goal is yeah they change the objective they change on you. the objective while you're in the room
0: because and without doing too many spoilers your initial mm-hmm. objective is to get evidence that things aren't what they seem to the police and the press yeah but then once you get that something happens that immediately changes your priorities once you have that in your hand you're like i've got it i've got the file in my hand oh, crap, I need to run,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And so it's amazing how quickly that gear shifts in your mind. And for me, my adrenaline was pumping. Like, that's one of those moments where, like we said, I saw immediately in your hand, there's the key that we've needed this whole time. And I just pushed you to the side and, mm-hmm. with our friends. And I said, just, just follow me. You're like, where are you going? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about it. Just come on, you know? Yeah. And then I just like went to the, went to the lock, threw it off, Flood the door open, just pile through, you know. And <laughs> yeah. you guys were like, Are you going? That? Don't worry about it. Just, you know.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So, what we should mention with this room, it's kind of weird how we ended up at this escape room in the first place. Yeah. So, we were planning, we had a free ticket essentially to go do this other escape room. Mm-hmm. And so, we were like, Okay, we're going all the way out there.
0: We might might as, well as well double down. We
1: might yeah. as well do another one. And we actually have this really cool thing in Southern California. Where it's an escape room passport, essentially. Yep. And a bunch of different escape rooms in the LA and Orange County area participate in that. And that's kind of the area we're adjacent to. And for $10, you can buy this escape room passport. And for all the escape rooms that are listed in it, you can get stamps when you complete their rooms. And for so many, after so many stamps, you get a free t shirt. But also, the passport itself has riddles in it. Which I'm super good at. Yeah, and if you solve the riddle, it's actually a promo code that gets you so much off the room. Mm -hmm. So we saved, I think, like 15 bucks or so on this one escape room, which is not bad. Yeah, really. Um, So we were like, okay, well, you know, it just happened. We said, okay, this evil genius is on there. Let's go play their room, and we'll do chapter one because you know, yeah, we want to start out. Well, then it turns out like right before we were getting ready to go. Um, this one group that we've mentioned before, Escape Authority, who they do um, reviews on escape rooms and they're you know one of the best out there. They also have a large map that shows every pretty much every escape room in the country. Mm-hmm. So you can find one that's near you. They've started this new thing where I believe it's every Friday, they announce um, an escape room that they're working with where they're gonna be giving away a free experience. Yeah. And so anytime that there's one here in the LA area, we enter, as you would. Well, it just happened we found out the day before we were going that our good friend Christiana had won an escape room for any room she wanted to do at Evil Genius, where we were going the next day.
0: So we walked up to them and said, hey, yeah, um, listen, we uh, we're booked for chapter one uh, called Occam's Apartment. We won. You may have heard of us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of a big deal. Um, can we just like, and it's like? yeah, we were expecting you might have. So we got it all clear. Yeah, out. we'll
1: see. She... <laughs> We, you know, we hadn't heard back. She hadn't heard back from them, so she emailed them and said, "Hey, you know, we won this thing. We'd really like to do two. We're coming to do one. If possible, could we do it?" And so the day of, we still hadn't heard anything, and we we're like, "Oh well, if if we have to come back, maybe we'll come back when they have part three open. Yeah, no big deal." And then we looked, and yeah, they're already booked. So even if we were to hear back from them, it's too late, mm-hmm. right? So we get there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you guys won. No, you, we, we're not booked for that time. We purposely blocked it out because we figured you'd want to do our back to back experience."
0: Awesome, proprietor. Love yeah, that.
1: yeah, that was really cool. At first, we were already very impressed by that. But also, this back to back experience, like, I cannot recommend this enough.
0: Highly recommend. A plus plus plus. Yeah,
1: like it. It's one of the most interesting things we've ever done in an escape mm-hmm.
0: room. One thing that was unique about this, because we were doing two rooms back-to-back, and when we say back-to-back, we don't mean we come out to the lobby, we talk about it, and like, okay, you guys ready for the next one? It was literally a seamless transition to the next room that he actually said, pretty much, we're giving you two hours. If it takes you an hour and 50 minutes to get out of the first room... It takes you that long and you only have 10 minutes for the last room.
1: Yeah. Or he said, you know, if you get out of the first room in 20 minutes, you have, you know, just more time to do yeah, the second room. Yeah.
0: Which we kind of needed, by the way. But.
1: Yeah. But we still, I believe we escaped all together with only an hour and 30 minutes. So we still had 30 minutes left. Did
0: we? I don't remember. Yeah. But, so, but,
1: you know, we, I think we took a little bit, we took a little bit longer in the, the second room, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We, you know, all together, but we finished the first room early, so.
0: But it was still a really fun time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, it was very seamless. And what was really cool, once again, not to give too much away, is so we come out of Occam's apartment, which is chapter one, and we know we're gonna do this next one, which is the Norcross Art Gallery. And we come out and we're in the lobby, but the lobby's deserted yeah and all of a sudden a phone rings and we have to like actually pick up one of their phones and answer it and it's the instructions on how to go to the next room all in character and all in part of the theme
0: yeah and it's like oh like the keys hidden here in the lobby go grab it and then you can enter that door you know was like that's amazing yeah
1: like we i've never seen um an escape room company use their lobby as part of the game
0: mm-hmm. it was very unique very cool gotta see it for yourself it was yeah. fantastic
1: yeah so basically like if you're going i highly recommend getting them back to back and asking them about this back to back thing Now i don't know when chapter three comes out if they're going to do oh, back to back to back oh can <laughs> you
0: imagine It'd be fantastic we have to do that thing. we'll just breeze the first two and then go like okay number three let's go <laughs> but definitely as i said uh occam's apartment challenging but fair yeah very fun Norcross Art Gallery Chapter 2, super hard, but enjoyable. Even if you don't make it out of there, it's fun. And it's Mm -hmm. cool to see that. And uh, there's a lot of uh, people who say that, you know, the theming of a room really makes the room. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people try to get away with as little as possible when you're theming a room. And, you know, there's something to the expression of less is more. In this art gallery, even though there's very little in it, in terms of actual props, it still feels like an actual art gallery.
1: Yeah. Well, what's cool about it is it, it's, it is very much like an art gallery. I mean, you basically have these like four white walls. Yeah with artwork and, like, some statues in the middle. you got a
0: few pedestals with statues yeah, of art on and them. And you're
1: kind of like, oh, this is this is very sparse. Like, how, how is this going to work? But then as you go th- move through the room, different things open up and yeah. change and move in ways that you wouldn't it's have very, expected very cool, from yeah. just seeing it.
0: But not to throw people off with Occam's apartment, it actually feels like a real apartment. Yeah, And, we, and it feels lived into. There's, yeah. like, dirty boxes of, like, Chinese food. There's, like, empty beer cans, you know? It feels like a kind of um, gross guy lives there who like is like, oh, I'm a bachelor. Who cares? You know, it feels like that. And it's, yeah. the only thing that was missing was just dirty dishes in the sink. Yeah. You know, which probably would have been a health code violation. But <laughs> whatever, yeah.
1: Well, and what what was interesting is we've done another escape room that was sort of to be looked supposed to be set in an apartment. Yeah. And this one really felt much more like an apartment than the other one. I mean, it had it, it felt like an apartment in a big city where space is limited. Yeah. So I really couldn't little... believe that
0: anybody could have walked in and said, like, what do you guys do in my place? Yeah,
1: it's basically, it's a little living room, a little kitchen, a bedroom. It didn't have a bathroom, but that was it, you know?
0: Yeah, but, you know.
1: But, I mean, like, it felt like an apartment.
0: It really did, and that's why it's, they are masters mm-hmm. of theming. Yeah, they, and, I mean, it's really and good. And using the space well. Yeah,
1: and, I mean, people could be like, oh, an uh, apartment so easy, but done well. Mm-hmm. And in the, I mean, basically the, not to give too much away, but... The initial story is you're visiting the apartment of a friend who's recently died to clean out his stuff. Yeah. And that, and so, I mean, it makes sense for the theme.
0: And it's just the way it flows mm-hmm. and how when you're exiting... You're quickly going down this back alley, you know, yeah. and then uh, you, it's just everything is so cool. And there's so many little surprises. There's even a little surprise in the art gallery that I don't want to give away because if you guys do do it. But if we could have included it on our top five surprises and games, I think it would have overthrown one of those spots. Easily, uh-huh. You know, so I don't want to give it away too much. But let's just say it involved interacting with your friends and the environment Oh yes, in yes, order so. to in order to uh let's just say uh eliminates more of the clues around you
1: <laughs> yeah like there, there was definitely some teamwork involved that yes. you could only do if you work together
0: so i give may very creative with how they uh give clues um, there's also something in there because it's a museum. I think it's mm-hmm. okay for me to say this. They even have a little, uh, audio tour. Yeah, they do. is very take, interesting. which, uh, has different tracks on it for the different exhibits. And all of those come into play later in some uh-huh. way, in some way, shape or form. There's something in the audio that if you listen to it and you're on that clue, you're like, Oh wait, they just said this, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it definitely, because there's only so many of them. So you really have to rely on someone to like, listen to it. Sometimes, yeah, there's only, like, one so, or two, Yeah, right? sometimes multiple times before, like, oh, I get what they're saying. And you know? the only
0: problem is, like, there's four of us in here, and there's two of those things. So at one point, two of us were listening, and the two were like, what are they saying? Be quiet, I'll tell you what they're saying. Yeah, like, I you know?
1: can't hear if you're talking to me. <laughs> but
0: it was just, it's fun, and I'm excited. What's the third one going to be? Do we know what uh, that is?
1: Yes, The Morgue.
0: Ooh. Coming soon. Guys, I'm going to book it now. <laughs> when I, as soon as I can, I'm going to yeah. book that. You better believe.
1: Um, The only thing... I will say about this escape room, that was a bit of a negative.
0: It's so hot. I was yes, sweating. It
1: was a very, very hot day um, in L.A. at the time. And their lobby didn't have air conditioning. But they assured us that the rooms did. And yeah. they they did. Yeah. But they were not quite strong enough to beat the heat. <laughs> no. Especially the, the one. I didn't feel so bad in the apartment. But the actual uh, art museum, it's a, it was a little bit bigger space, and I just don't think the air conditioner could keep up with it.
0: No, but still, they were a bit more comfortable, and they were trying to keep. You yeah, they were trying, through. but yeah, and there was only so much. Now overdue. that we're getting, because uh, it's coming to the end of September now, mid. mid yeah, it'll September. start to cool off. It'll start to cool off. So if you're going to go from now till the end of the year, I think you'll be fine. Honestly, yeah, it was we, our only. We happened to go in the middle of like the last heat wave of summer. Yeah,
1: everything was on fire that weekend. It was crazy. So
0: that's kind of just our experience our bad it's not a major point to discount evil genius at all yeah that was only our discomfort it's it's that's the only negative and that was Mm -hmm. just a rare individual case it's i cannot think of a single thing to to fault them for Mm -hmm. like i said before the only thing i like more than a perfect room is a room with one little thing to nitpick i couldn't find that Mm -hmm, in here mm -hmm. i could not find a single thing to nitpick the only thing i can even remotely think about is um, just uh, they also had the uh, the um, that audio guide thing mm-hmm. for the museum like just figuring out how to control that. But it, that's like picking up someone else's cell phone. You're like, yeah, I know how to use a cell phone yeah, but was, for some reason when I grab your cell phone more uh, I'm an idiot it was how to an, use it. It was
1: an older model iPod mm-hmm. so it was like, how do we work these again? So like
0: it took me like 30 seconds to figure out like wait, where's the tracks? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like that's the minor, minor thing and it's not even like a thing that's fun to pick apart. It's just like, yeah, that's like one point off of the perfect 100 yeah, score. But yeah. like, I'll give it that. I'll give it back. You know? <laughs>
1: 100
0: out of 100, A plus, yeah. Evil Genius, good job.
1: <laughs> so we highly recommend Evil Genius in LA.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and end up with our Friday favorites.
1: So this month, the game that's on my mind the most is actually a game that you bought oh
0: really which one
1: and that is timeline
0: oh yeah that's a fun one.
1: yeah and this was a game that i've seen multiple times at the game store and multiple i never timelines the game yeah store? um i never really gave it much thought like it kind of looked like a kid's game i didn't know what it was all about and then you bought it and we played it and we've had a lot of fun we play it just the two of us a lot yeah um i actually took it on a vacation recently with my parents and i introduced them to it and they really liked it um it's such a simple, like, idea. Essentially, mm-hmm. you have all these cards with different, like, um, the one we have is the Inventions, essentially. Yeah. And so you have all these different Inventions, and you are trying to put them in into a timeline and decide, you don't have to know the exact date, but you have to know, did it come before this or after this?
0: Did we have Penicillin before or after the saxophone? Yeah. I can't remember, you know, so you just kind of <laughs> guess, you know. and like or, I, know it's, I know it's out to fire, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> or as Greg
1: and I have discovered, we could build a lot of, Crazy things, especially weapons, before we could write.
0: If you check out our Twitter feed, you can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had catapults, we had crossbows. Yeah. But before we could actually write a letter home, oh, so many ways I could kill you. Yeah.
1: Before we had paper, we had everything else. <laughs> yeah, really.
0: But, uh, and it's great. They have different themes out. They uh-huh. have, uh, I know specifically off the top of my head, a music and cinema one mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. all the famous hits and uh, and uh, films throughout the centuries. Uh, they also have a, um, Uh, science one that's like animals and uh, Uh scientific discoveries I believe they have an Americana one about American history so that's fun and you can mix and match them Mm -hmm. and what's also enjoyable that I like about it this is just my little thing is I like to separate them back out Uh is that they are specifically color coded for their versions, their Uh expansions. So like the science one is green. So if you do want to separate it back out again, just get the green ones, you know. So that's nice. I like that. Yeah, and
1: the other thing is I think it's a good I mean, like I said, it's a good game that you can play two player. Yeah. You can play it with multiple people. Um I think it's a good family. This is one
0: of those games that can go as long as you have enough copies of it to and enough cards around, yeah. You can go up and up and up and the number of Yeah, I think it
1: says it says eight plus
0: because honestly, because like
1: it's like eight or more, you know. Just I mean, if up you have you. if
0: you've got ten people, like twelve people, maybe you'll stretch a little thin with um with one copy, but you just go buy another expansion and you're good.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I also think you know it's a game that you could play with kids. Oh, definitely, um, yeah. It's a good like learning. I, I game. played that with my niece, yeah, with my
0: nieces and uh, nephew when I was up north. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: It's a good learning game. I mean, even as adults, we were just like amazed at. Like yeah. this we didn't have this until the 1900s what? <laughs> you know. How did we
0: have a computer mouse before we had, you know, uh, uh the doors the end. Yeah. You know song. <laughs> like I that blew my mind, you know. But um yeah, the only reason I didn't get into this sooner is just because I thought that well, I I mean I got what the game was, remembering where things go in the order of time like. Uh-huh. But like I thought like oh, well you're going to play it like twice and then you're just going to remember it yeah because i thought there wasn't that many cards in each deck you forget <laughs> you forget or you get confused and there's like a lot of things that are really similar you know yeah. so like in each deck i think there's like a hundred cards or something like that and uh-huh. you're gonna have trouble remembering exactly what order. yeah
1: i mean there were like because like i said we were playing this while we were on vacation and so we like my mom and i played it one day and then the next evening we told my dad hey You know, he's not really big into games mainly because he doesn't like overly complicated games. But this is super simple. And we're like, this is simple. It's good. It's kind of history. You like history. You know, you'll be good at this. And so he's like, okay. And so we're showing him. And a couple times, we're literally like, I had this card last night. I do not remember like what century it was in. Yeah. And I just had this last night. Or you just had that card the other night. Why? Like, why can't I remember what this is? Because you just don't. Like... Yeah.
0: And even if you like try to study it, you forget. You know, like, ah mm-hmm. oh, man, was the Empire State Building built before, after the uh, the Statue of Liberty? I know they're like super close to each other mm-hmm. in the timeline, but one's like right after the other. I can't yeah. remember.
1: And sometimes it'll be like, well. I think this was, like, between these two things. And then you find out you're off by, like, two years. And it was, like, And it frustrates you. you. Yeah, you're like, oh, "Oh, man. But it's so good,
0: though. So definitely that's a good recommendation there. mine Friday favorite that I'm looking forward to trying to get is the Cult Express. Uh, The Cult Express is a fun uh, cowboy Wild West uh, train robbery game where you get a a no-good downright outlaw with a special ability and you're trying to go throughout the train rob all the jewels off of it, avoid the sheriff, and uh, have little confrontations with the other robbers on the train. You know, you can punch them out, take their goods. Mm -hmm. You can take a shot at them to make them a little bit off kilter, you know, and you're just trying to get as much money in your bags as you can before the train reaches the station. And it's one of those... It's one of those games where your actions are determined only by the cards you have in your hand uh-huh. and so it's like i really want to do this but i can't and so i have to try to make the best of what i have you yeah know?
1: the other thing about this game that's different than any of the other games we have is it's like pre-programmed movement mm-hmm. whereas you kind of decide your movement at the start of your turn yeah and then you don't get to change it so i could say oh i'm going to do this and i'm going to shoot you and then you're before me, and you move, and suddenly
0: your I shot's can't not worthless. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's kind of weird. Like it's it's an interesting mechanic to wrap your head around.
0: Yeah, where you have to really think about here's what I'm going to do, and I want to do this to my friend. You know, I want to punch them or whatever. But uh-huh. are they going to move? Are they going to punch me first, and I can't punch them yeah. now? Are they going to shoot me? Like. You really have to go through all the possibilities. And is this the right card to play right now?
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, something could happen where they move and you have a shot card. So you're like, well, they moved. I'm sorry, dude. You're the only one left. I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Or like that happened plenty of times
0: where you were looking to shoot our friend Chris but instead he moves and I'm still standing there because yeah, I decided so I'm to like, pick some well, treasure I, up. So you're like, you know. sorry, hon, but I have to do this. Yeah,
1: like I have to shoot somebody. So guess what? Guess
0: who just drew the short straw once again. <laughs> that should be my new nickname, short yeah. straw. Yep. We've
1: actually, we've played it twice now, um, but we don't own a copy. We've actually played it at um, a local game store.
0: Yeah. But it's just, I've, uh, I've been wanting to go back there and play that specifically.
1: Yeah, yeah. And. One of the things I really like about it is you get to put together this little 3D train. Oh, yeah. Okay, because they do have an online version that you can Uh play, but
0: honestly, you want the physical for the 3D train. And you can put little displays of mountains and cactuses around. Yeah, which our friends had
1: fun with. So it's all
0: thematic, you know. It's fun. I like that. It's it's pointless but it just adds that much more enjoyment to it because it really immerses you into the background yeah
1: well because at first when we pulled it down i'm like oh it's a train game it'll be a ripoff of ticket to ride no, and it, it's not at all and completely different putting together putting together the little train was like so much fun
0: here's what i want to do i want to do a combo i want to play ticket to ride with the american vanilla board but every time you're about to claim a route you first have to win a game of cult express <laughs> and if you lose you have to pay like two more cards to do that route. That'd be fantastic. Come on.
1: I want to add train robbers to Ticket to Ride. Right? That's what I'm saying.
0: Oh, you know that's gotta be an expansion coming yeah. out. They're gonna do like the Wild West well, or something. They
1: are doing the Wild Um, I believe the new France one that they're doing. Oh, are they? I believe the other side I heard of about the board. France. The other side of the board, I believe, is Old West. So
0: Yes. Who knows? Oh I mean,
1: we we I have I love the West, so I'm gonna get that. Yeah, one. we have the UK edition and yeah. That's a fun um, one. The back has Pennsylvania, and there's a totally different mechanic on Pennsylvania, so it's not unheard of that so they So like, when they, do they that. eventually
0: do all the United States on their own, they'll get all those boards. Whoever owns that board can then claim whatever they want on them. <laughs> that the...
1: would be funny if they like start to do just individual states, like, like It's like metagame. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and, and like, there's an oil pipeline or something, you yeah. know, they get bonus points, you know? <laughs> uh, okay. We
1: have a problem with
0: I don't have a problem. I don't have a yeah. problem at all, Lauren. I can stop anytime I want. Let me just put down three more trains. I just got to draw the rainbow card. Come on now.
1: <laughs> so now that we are three episodes into our podcast. Three, Pete. <laughs> um, I think it's time that we, we did a little contest.
0: Yeah, we're, we've been getting lazy, Lauren. Jeez.
1: Yeah, we, we, we need to give these people something for listening to us talk. Um, so we're actually going to be doing a joint contest with our other podcast, Movie Date Night. And we're going to be giving away some very special Loot Crate exclusive Harry Potter merchandise. Ooh, how magical. <laughs> to enter, all you need to do is follow both at Game Friday and at Movie Date Night on Twitter. Then tweet at both accounts your favorite Harry Potter gift by Halloween. So They could be
0: any Harry Potter gifts you Harry want. Any Harry Potter
1: gifts you want, yeah. And so that's October 31st that you need to do this by. So remember, you need to follow both at Game Friday... And at movie date night on Twitter, and then just tweet at both accounts a Harry Potter gift by Halloween, and you'll be entered to win some pretty cool Harry Potter swag. Okay, so music for this episode was provided by BenSound.com. As always, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Rates and reviews on iTunes are much appreciated, as it really helps new listeners find our podcast. We can be found at Game Friday on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Please come and talk games with us. Thanks for
0: listening. Bye.